someone that you really clinged on to? So we have, the way Colorado State is run, we have a group of professors and some of whom you see earlier in your career, um, they'll they'll lead you through classroom learning, which is the way the program is designed to start. And then you start moving into clinical learnings and rotations. And there's some crossover and there's some, uh, let's call it differentiation. But the very beginning, Dr. Anna we all, you know, there's 130 of us, and it's, it's fairly difficult to get into veterinary school. So by the time you, you get in, you don't necessarily know whether the people sitting next to you are going to become your best friends for the rest of your journey through this industry or your competition mm-hmm. through the rest of your journey in this industry. And mm-hmm. I was blessed to be part of a group that I genuinely just saw, saw camaraderie between mm-hmm. everyone, and it started with day one of class and Dr. Anna drawing this beautiful diagram in 14 different colors of dry erase marker. I didn't even know they existed. And everybody was sitting there with these pens and I'll never forget it. And if you found anyone in Colorado State who went to school when I did, everyone will remember these pens. They were these multicolored pens and you would click them to change whether you're using red, green, or blue. And every time Dr. Anna would change a marker color on the board. 130 pens would go. (laughs) 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 And I swear the woman discovered all of these colors purely to torture us. (laughs) 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 And she did it with a smile on her face and a grace and a positivity that has stuck with me to this day. Wow. I want to take advantage of having you on the radio with me right now, Dr. Liz Hicks, my favorite veterinarian. My teacher in orthopedic surgery, Dr. Ranawat, used to say, the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. And I want you to listen. The ears don't hear what the mind doesn't know to a couple of sound bites. And I just want you to explain to us what you hear. So this is from the TV show, Mr. Ed. This is Alan Young talking about how they were going to get rid of the horse because the color of his hair and the horse matched and you lost the top of his head when they did these scenes. But listen to him say, I would do anything for Mr. Ed, which is really what I want to talk about today, which is this love affair you develop in that bond between man and beast. My hair was was rather blondish. In fact, I was kind of the same tone as, as Ed. So when I walked past Ed, my head would disappear for the camera. So they dyed my hair sort of a reddish, dark. So everybody thought I was a dark-haired man until I quit the show. And uh, I could let my hair grow natural. But I, I would do anything for Ed. How do you like that? He's not letting them get rid of that horse. If I've got to look a different way, I'm going to do that. What is it that you see in that bond between the human and the horse? You know, I think that, uh, and it, what I love about about listening there is Alan Young was a man. And it is so interesting, in my, in my opinion, in this particular case, to listen to a man talk about the sacrifice and the adjustment. Because women, and particularly little girls, are so driven to just this call to horses. They just love them. Little girls, horses, there's a thing there. And it's very touching to listen to this man say, nope, that's the sacrifice I got to make to be with this horse. The horse wins. He's the star, and I'll come along for the ride and make it possible. 
And I think that it is the power of horses to draw people in, whether they're, it's their independence or their gentleness or their curiosity. It, it's quieting and appealing to, to people who have had the luck of being exposed to them. And when you watch someone watching horses, I feel like that is really where you, you see that. If you've ever seen somebody just stand on the side of a fence, one leg up on a rail, arms cast over the top, they're watching horses, mm. and there's a piece to it. Um, and I genuinely think it is something that these animals can evoke in us that is a place that not many other pieces of nature can draw us into. Hmm. Um, if have... you'll allow me, I, I, I have a, a small personal story to share on that, yeah. that note. Um, I feel like I had my own, my own version of Mr. Ed um, where the horse was this was it. We, we had to work with this horse, and I desperately wanted to be the person to do that. And, and this horse had been brought in, and he had not had any positive handling with anyone. Um, as he was being physically forced into this paddock, he quite literally did a backflip away from people, you know, perfectly willing to kill himself, to get away from the people that he was interacting with. Wow. And that was this poor animal's first exposure to humans. And uh, I, I worked with the owners of the barn and said, hey, I, I really want to, to try to rehab this horse. And um, over several months, I would go inside his little paddock and I would sit in the corner. That's as far as I could go because just me sitting in the corner, he was 20 feet away at the other end, literally shaking mm. in terror. He would mm. sweat, he would shake, just terrified. And over months, he just couldn't resist. He'd come a little closer. Hmm. He'd come a little closer. And that deep calmness and gentleness and curiosity ultimately led him to start sniffing around this corner where this crazy lady would sit every day. And eventually that horse became my buddy and we were able to work together. And uh, he ultimately became a competition horse. You could put him in a trailer. You could take him anywhere. You could ride him. He, he was a horse-showing animal and could work with other people. Um, and, but it truly was the situation of people having to decide that the horse wins. The horse needs their person. They pick somebody. That's who they want. And now we just got to figure out how to make it work for the horse. You know, God made us all. That's the common bond that we have. Listen, I want to take a break, pay some bills. Can you just hang on? Because I don't want to let you go. I've... I'm just just <laughs> listening to your talk. It may be about horses, but what you're talking about is how we should live our lives. And that's what's so special to me about you. All right, just hang on a second, Dr. Liz Hicks. Warriors, coming up next, we'll continue with a story. And I cannot wait to pick your brain about the soundbite of Ty Murray and what a horse feels about another horse. Coming up next on the Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Miss an interview or Doc's weekly story? Check it out on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Also, Doc's advice to callers on their aches and pains. Just type Weekend Warrior in the Facebook search bar and you'll see Doc's picture in the listings. And thanks for checking out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. 